Hi there, this is Christine. After Act 4 of Friends Like These, we're going to be having another discussion episode where the Heroes cast reflects on our experiences with Friends Like These, as well as the Age of Rebellion campaign as a whole. We want to make sure to talk about what you want us to talk about, so please send in your questions about the characters, the adventure, our experiences, our decisions, what's coming next, over to heroes at theheidianway.com. Thank you, and now on to the show. A galactic civil war spreads across the sun. From the heights of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa To fight the evil empire for people join the fray Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the fantasy flight game's Star Wars RPG line. Currently our story is Friends Like These, and it can be found as a standalone module. This is Act 4, Episode 5. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. And I'm Leslie, apparently going first this week, because I'm just that important. Well, really, Kith is that important. She's a Bothan saboteur mechanic who is hoping to survive and help others to do the same. The good guys. Hello. Hi there. I'm Amp. I'm going into a Star Destroyer. It has me very depressed. Uh, just kidding. That was a bit of a joke there. Actually, we all probably aren't going to die, so it is a little depressing. But, you know, I think, what the heck, you only got one life anyway. You know, unless you're a droid, then you kind of get put back together. But uh, these guys, yeah, not looking good. Oh, and I shoot things and hack things. Oh, slice. I'm really glad I put those tracking beacons on you. I mean, nothing. I'm Christine, and I play Nima Ptolemy, the... Mirialin commander, tactician slash vanguard of the team, who is regretting her decision to run out into a hangar filled with stormtroopers, and is really, really grateful to a certain Bothan mechanic for building her a very nice and so far sturdy energy shield. So far. Hello, I am Chris and I play Mandalorian commando Matsu Ordo, Jedi knight and warrior, and I have a duty of combat victory and also being amazing. And I predict I will pick up Nima at least once. Uh, you're cheating now. You're cheating with knowledge of the future. <laughs> it's Force Foresee. <laughs> force Foresee. So, to start off every episode, I like to ask a question of every character, and in this case, I'm going to ask Kith a question. So, Kith. What do you think of bigger compadres running off into the midst of a bunch of stormtroopers like that? It was Matu's idea. Years ago, when I was when I was a kid. I mean, like when I was a kid, because I'm obviously not anymore. I went to see this this movie about the Jedi. You know, the space wizards with the sticks that light up and stab people and all that fun stuff. And and you know, it was frowned upon at the time by certain parties. But there were a couple of people that did things like that, and they all survived. But I feel like, well, you could see the strings pulling people back from the blasts, and I don't think that's going to happen this time. Fair enough. Thanks. I'm, I'm feeling very confident over here. <laughs> um, but it looked cool. I'm pretty sure we're, we're all going to die. Uh, I'd like not to. Uh, I'm trying largely not to think about it. So I'm focusing on the fact that I'm on my first buddy team with uh, Amp, 
And Matu left us basically saying that he loved us and that we're all family. <laughs> and I'm never going to let him forget that he said that because the puffer pig comes with me. To give us a quick recap as to what happened in the last episode to bring us up all to speed, I'm going to tap Amp for this. Well, you know, we finally got like the mission underway and stuff and we were like going in and we're like, oh yeah, we're just going to go in the ship and kind of like invade and stuff. Then we kind of got up there and the ship was like, whoa, that's not a ship. That's like, you know, that's like Death Star. That's like huge. That's like really, really, you know, we're probably in over our heads sort of stuff. But, you know, it was okay. And we got there and stuff and we were going to be like super sneaky and everything. And I was going to like, you know, kind of like hack the doors, uh, sorry, slice the doors and, uh, you know, we're going to go sneaking around, but, uh, pretty much, I'm not going to say who, but it could be someone in charge, someone <laughs> a little clanky, someone carries big shields. I'm just saying, way I remember it, suddenly, you know, there's all these noise, all these stormtroopers, and there's like, hey, you can't go there. And it's we're not like, my yeah, fault this time. I don't have a giant metal shield anymore. Yeah, that's how I remember it. And then, uh, so yeah, we pretty much, I had to kind of save the day and stuff. I mean, a really cool swoosh. That was cool. But after that. Then uh, I had to kind of like, you know, shoot some stormtroopers down, you know, headshot, headshot, headshot. Pretty much saved Matu's life. That's how, how it goes. But then he was doing some kind of cool like Mandalorian things. He was like, hey, I'm going to go take over this like really huge robot thing. Uh, AT something or other. And, you know, I was pretty cool. And he did that sort of stuff. And then uh, there was some more shooting. And then, you know, got like really emotional because it's like, hey, we got to go do the mission. And Kiss like, hey, I'll take him, go do the mission. And they're like, we'll be a distraction. And then Matu just like got kind of, you know, kind of softy that he is on the inside of the armor, you know. And he said, hey, Amp, I want you to know you can totally marry my mom. And I thought that was pretty sweet because, you know, we broke up. But, you know, it's nice to know that things work out and get back together that, you know, I sort of got his blessing for the whole thing. But, you know, he'll probably be dead. So it wouldn't really matter anyway. Well... When when he said we were family, I I I guess that's an interpretation. That's how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's get a destiny pool going. Which brings our total pool to two light side points, thanks to me, and three dark side points, thanks to those other two. And now for duty. That's okay, somebody's activated. Gonna be met. Of course, it gonna is. need those two points. <laughs> okay, you know what? I don't care. I get one extra wound myself. Probably gonna need it. Probably. I'm just kind of happy that was all in there. So yeah. As we come back to our heroes of the Hydean way, TM. The camera swoops in, looking at this tactical pink T series tactical droid, and. This smaller than average bot. Hey, 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 no. You are kind of tiny. He's black anymore, by the way. He's still in his suit and I'm tall for my size. The two of them have just sort of watched their two compatriots run off into the midst of stormtroopers. One bounding up onto an ATST and then into it, causing it to dislodge from an tie reaper. And Nima quickly catching up with her shield aglow. And then we've got these two looking out. And I'm pretty sure just with the way that everyone's been acting, both of their jaws are pretty close to being on the ground. At least Amps would be if he could like uh, move his jaw like that, as opposed to it just being lights. I have a special color for that. And the color is? Chartreuse. 
I'm glad we went with the high-end diode lights for you. <laughs> it's the only way to properly emote. Yeah, like, went for the full 65,000 colors. I mean, really, if you're going to. Um, so, those who have just run off trying to create a bit of a diversion for you two. Now, what was your guys' plan again? Something about a door? Well, I'll give them points for originality, but I'm not sure about execution. Stealing an ATSD. And I realize now that that was a poor choice in words. So how about that door we're supposed to seal shut, I guess? I'm really good with doors. Yes, you are. You make them make cool whooshing sounds. That was very helpful. Yeah, that didn't bite me in the aft plating at all. All right, yes, let's go to the door and seal the door. Okay. Matu can't have died in vain. He's not dead yet. Eh, we all know how this is going to turn out. So we've we've got a map. Well, he's got a map. Yep. So uh, we're going to be... I was thinking we would be heading... It would be the same hangar, but if there's like a different door or a better place to enter? Uh, yeah, like there's Jeffrey's a tubes? few... There's a few, yeah, crawlways, and there's a couple catwalks that you could go up to. There's a few actual, like, ready rooms next to the front door, or, like, the front hangar bay door. There's, like, towards the back of the hangar, there's a few uh, weapons lockers for ammunition and, like, larger ordnance. Okay, where is the, uh, the, the control that we would be using to... Shut the door. There's two of those. One is up in the control tower, and the other one is right by the door. And the one right... Which one would be less likely to be overwritable? The one up in the control tower is most likely... Or that one controls everything, essentially. That's sort of how people are going to get in and out of the uh, hangar. Or at least where most of the controls for it go through. Yeah, I want to be in the place where they control everything. You want to go to the control tower? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm a slicer. That's like candy. Robot, robotic candy. Robotic candy. What does it... Do you taste things? I mean, you keep talking about like you can smell things, but... I... What's the best way to get there? There's a turbo lift a couple hatches back the way that you guys came and up a couple decks. Okay. Let's take a lift. The alarm has been sounded, so I'm going with... Let's get a one purple, one red stealth check. And and now that he's actually made me start thinking about our situation properly, um, maybe we should try and move quickly and quietly. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm good at that. Yeah, so Kith is not terrible at it, uh, with two green, one, one yellow, and then two, a purple and a red, and she's gonna succeed with two success and an advantage. So, yeah, Amp is, like, totally, like, being just as silent, but he's a lot more stressed about it because, you know, he sort of has to keep Kith alive, and whether she leaves it or not, she does smell like the Amp fur. So he got two success and three threat. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking that, yeah, that does go into strain, but I'm thinking that it's sort of the kind of classic Amp gets out into the middle of a T-intersection, Looks around, sees a patrol of stormtroopers coming by. Kith is trying to catch up a little. And the sort of classic, oh, I shouldn't be here, and backs up behind the corner, holding Kith behind him. And the patrol goes walking past, not noticing the two of them. Just as I planned. I love that apparently they don't actually use peripheral vision. See those helmets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are they, I, I mean, like, 
Because nothing ever happens to the side. Clearly. I'll explain to you later how I just saved your life. Uh, what? Shouldn't it just be because you just stopped me and there were Shh, people? Uh, okay. Right or left? This way. He heads off in a random direction. You have the map. It better not be random. <laughs> he heads off in the correct random direction. Yeah, I can almost see the. <laughs> he goes two steps and he stops tea. and turns around. Yeah, and then pointing in front of the direction. Yeah, absolutely. And then getting to the end of that hallway, there's the closed bulkhead of what you're pretty sure is the uh, flight control deck. So uh, I can probably open this door, but not entirely sure what's on the other side. Want to throw a bomb or something? Well, I was hoping, are there like going to be any um, access tubes or general maintenance small areas that I could sneak into first? Or is it just doors and walls? Or or should I flip like a light side point to say that, yes, there's an access panel I can crawl through? That would totally work. Labeled Bothan Storage. Bothan Storage Compartment. Well, clearly that's that's what these things are. They're not for, you know, tools or anything. That is definitely a thing that Destiny Point would be really good for. I didn't call you a tool. There are some crawlways going into the uh, flight deck. There's normally... On the Imperial ships, there's just, like, these small hatchways for the mouse droids to go through. But this one, it actually seems like there's enough cabling going in behind that there's a small crawlway for actually getting to the equipment. Okay, so we're probably not going to be able to get them all out of there. But we probably could do some serious damage. I'd like to see if I can deactivate comms and alarms from the control room. Okay. From... My place within the computer. Alright, so you're in the crawlway in behind. That does sound actually kind of hard. Actually, it sounds closer to daunting for me. You're in a cramped space, so... I give you, like, two setbacks for that. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of thinking that there's sort of a time pressure on you, so that, plus this destiny flip, should bring it up to two purple, two red, and two setback. Okay. Are you going to let me roll this as a mechanics, though, since I'm trying to I do a, a hard line? I was figuring that this was a mechanics, yes. Awesome. Like, you're running around next to all the wires. I'm assuming you're just pulling wires. I'm pulling very specific wires. Well, that's what the roll determines. I mean, if you fail the roll, you're just pulling random wires, in which case... Well, in which case, what happens, happens, and... Hey, we get to go back to shocking Kith. And you have a toasty boffin. Guess what, though? I'm a gearhead, and I shun your setback, as per usual. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's four yellow against two purple, two red. And this is a great idea. (laughs) Great idea, indeed. (laughs) Will you stop fooling around? What are you doing? Apparently pulling lots of random wires. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Apparently pulling lots of really bad random wires. Um, I'm gonna... No. I'm gonna call natural stinkers. <laughs> but I will give the crew, not the crew, the listeners, uh, context for what just happened. Um, four yellow, two purple, two red. Four fails, three advantage. So we're gonna roll this again, risking uh, a triumph and or failure, or triumph and or despair. Are you sure you know what you're doing in there? Well, it's not like Stop there's a triumph distracting there. me! Why is it sparking? Because it's electronic. <laughs> The dice are not with you tonight, Leslie. (laughs) That's worse. 
No, it's not worse. Okay, so re-rolled, and um, there's a lot of symbols that mean nothing. There's no fail this time, Still and only two advantage. Like, okay, I'm not going to actually cause painful electricity to shock through you, because that totally was going to happen from those four failure. This time it's just... Yeah, maybe I should have let it go and save that tinker for later, but eh. As it sits, yeah, two advantage. So how do you want to spend the two advantage? I didn't actually disconnect them, but they're only going to work... Hmm. Do we want to make it only work one way, or the translation turns it into another language? I don't know. That would work. Going onto your own uh, comms network also would kind of be a thing. What do you mean? Yeah, instead of patching it into, like, the translation matrix, which also, that's actually a pretty cool idea. Uh, I think I want to do that just because okay. that way everything they say is in, like, it can't be too obscure. Greedo. Greed. Yeah, that kind of works. That kind of works. Okay. Make, makes everybody sound like Greedo. Does anybody speak roadies? Anybody? Well, crap. <laughs> Unfortunately, the alarms are still connected. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I only got the two advantage. You've been able to mess up their communications by putting it through a translation matrix. So now, how are you guys wanting to try uh, to deal with it? How many people are in here? I'm figuring they're prepping, like getting ready for actually launching everything. So I'm thinking that there's going to be about 20. Like, you've got a couple sections of people going over reports and making sure that the proper things have been loaded into the different uh, ships going down, making sure that things are actually loaded onto these TIE Reapers. You've got a couple people charting out which direction everyone's going and feeding that into the different Navi computers. And other people, like the fairly standard officers, looking over their shoulders and barking out orders. All told, about 20, including guard standing. Okay. Probably more than I can shoot all at once. Probably. Um, on the plus side, they won't have their armor, their guns out, so do you want to try and smoke them out? Like, have you tried to rewire something else? I should do it. Just coming up with a plan. Well, sure. Unless you want to try and do something. <laughs> I will totally try and smoke them out. Do you have access to, like, the environmental controls and stuff? Only four of them, from what you can see, are actually stormtroopers. The rest of them are fleet officers and technicians. Oh. They're all easy to shoot. They don't move much. Do we want to blow them up, or do we want to smoke them out? Smoke them out. So I can, like, set up a position, so when they come running out, you know, I shoot them in the head. Or you can hide and go in. Not mutually exclusive. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try and start some smoke issues. So let's start with that. I'm... Considering where you are, I'm th well, it's dangerous where you are, so that really should be, I'm figuring it should be one purple, two red after this point flip, and a setback, because it's still kind of cramped, even without amp there. Okay, still shunning your setback? Well, it's a lesser setback, because no amp. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna say that we're feeling better this time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're, you're taking the next roll, Brent. Okay. But then he can't blame you. <laughs> All right. And why is that? Yeah. So that's a triumph. Um, canceled. So that's a triumph of failure and a, an advantage. Okay. So you're trying to like pull wires and shove wires into things to cause smoke to happen. That didn't really happen. So what do you think is happening from the triumph? 
Well, I was I was working with some systems that I assumed were what I was looking for, and maybe I assumed incorrectly, and I actually turned off the environmentalness. Okay, so like now in the flight tower there, the oxygen is now shut down? Or I accidentally cut power to the entire control room. That also works. Now everything is just dark. Mm-hmm. And they can't do anything about it. No, they've got text there, but text are text. They take time. So, everything just went dark. You turned off the ship. Yeah, sadly, it's not that extensive. Like, from... I'm assuming Amp is hiding just sort of outside the door so that people could run past. He slides in or shoots him in the back, one or the other. That sounds good. All right, so so we've got this triumph. I accidentally blacked out everything. I failed, but I have an advantage. Yes, you do. So what if um, the, everything went black and they immediately, like, they need to get things up and running because they're in the middle of this. Nobody wants to listen to some mid-level Darth yelling at them. <laughs> um, and so they immediately run to the door. They want to pry open the doors, which were also powered off to try and get some light in so they can see what they're doing. I like that. I'm sort of figuring that that's just going, like, no, no, I'm figuring it's not going to be an average. I'm figuring it's going to be a hard check. The four brawny-ish stormtroopers run over to a door and try, like, two go low, two go high, and try and pull it open. Okay. And they're rolling as well as Leslie. Well, technically slightly worse. So, to move things forward, I'm thinking that they pull open the door... But as they do, all four of them lose their footing. Like, they're having to put their back into it so much. When it finally moves, the four of them Sorry. collapse on into a puddle on the floor in front of the door. These are like rebel stormtroopers, then. That's good news. <laughs> all right. So they're prone? Uh, yes, all four of them are prone. Or technically, the minion group is prone. Seems wrong just to step up and shoot them in the head when they're laying on the ground. So don't shoot them in the head. Kneecaps? I don't know. Torso? <laughs> Amp will pull out his, uh, not as often used these days, stun rifle. My LBR-9 stun rifle. Okay. And, uh, we'll start shooting. All right. You're there, framed in light, completely in shadow. Let's say, how close are you stepping up? It's long range. Okay, so you're, <laughs> you're going with being at long range for them? Uh, I probably would be closer than that That's if I was next to Kith, wouldn't I? No. Oh. Medium range? I don't know. I'd even be willing to go to easy. Or, sorry, short range. Yeah, because I was sort of figuring you were just on the other side of the door. So, yeah, that would be pretty short range. And I get an automatic advantage added due to my eyeball, which is probably pretty creepy looking. I don't want to know. I was going to ask for the technicals, but no, not right now. Q22 retinal tracker. And are you doing anything mean to me, or is this like a one purple thing? Honestly, I'm figuring that this is a one purple thing. He has plenty of room to be mean to us elsewhere. Huh. <laughs> Good thing. Uh, two success and four advantage. Okay, so... Which is going to do... Yeah, that's kind of the question. What do you want to do with the two advantage? Only two? Oh, sorry, four. I've got disorient two. Is that something that can be triggered with uh, four advantage? Well, that would be triggered with two advantages, actually. Can I do it twice? Uh, I'm going with <laughs> No. Because technically all weapon qualities can be triggered once. <laughs> all right. Hmm. Okay. Well, I will do that. And then uh, I'm feeling a lot better, you know, after the last Stormtrooper incident where, you know, they almost caught uh, Kith in the hall and I had to save her. And it kind of stressed me out. But now that, you know, 
now that you know we see how how well we're doing <coughs> i'm feeling a lot better about things so i'll get too strained back so there is the two of you up in the control room i'm kind of wanting to cut away at this point to the two on the hangar bay floor there's a pool of stormtroopers at the base of this atst there's nema and up in the atst is metu okay so all these stormtroopers are coming out and telling you to drop your weapon, drop your shield, and get down on your knees. Yeah, that's not happening. For one thing, there's an ATST here that is on my side. So what I want to try to do is when they're pointing blasters at me and telling me to stand down, I'm not returning fire for a second, but I am going to try to move back so I have the gigantic foot of the ATST in between me and the stormtroopers. All right. That sounds like a very nice piece of environmental cover. Yeah, this thing's got a grenade I'm launcher, right? pretty sure it does. <laughs> uh, I actually have a link. <laughs> this one actually doesn't. You'll just uh, have to fire the heavy bl- got? You know, blaster cannons at people. So you've got the blaster cannon on the side, and you've got... And those damage ratings are for vehicle scale, right? Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to shoot the chain-mounted twin heavy blaster cannon. All right, so silhouette three, shooting silhouette one. Yeah, so that is going to be... Uh, what are you shooting at? The stormtroopers or, like, the TIE Reaper that's next to you? Uh, No, let's shoot the troopers. Give them something to think okay. about here for a second. Now, will he get some kind of benefit for the fact that there are so many of them, it's kind of hard to miss? I was going with it was going to be an easy check. Okay, that works. <laughs> like, literally, as in one purple. Uh, I got three green on the gunnery. You got four lakeside side points. Take a flip and go for that triumph. Okay, man. I will do that. I will flip one, take a blue to aim, one purple. You're aiming? Sure. I mean, it's not like you're using the maneuver. Uh, so... Um, <clears throat> At first, you can see the, the headlights kind of flick on and off. How did this thing work? It's been a long time since I've been in a walker. He's like pulling levers. Oh, right, here it is. Uh, Captain, you may want to clear out of the way. And I'll take a few more steps. Behind the BTS. <laughs> uh, that is four successes, one advantage. All right. So, sadly, there's not enough to crit. Stupid boost die. On the other hand, that's in the neighborhood of... That was the Chin ones, right? So yeah. So that's in the neighborhood of, like, 90 damage. <laughs> and this being planetary scale... Oh, thank goodness they aren't... You didn't get two, so the link didn't kick in. I know. I was oh. so hoping for it, too. <laughs> oh, next time, Chris. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you hit, and honestly with this, I'm gonna go with, you know, I'm actually just gonna go with a full 17 Stormtroopers are toast. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, they're close enough that they all might as well be one minion group. Take away the five for the first, um, soak, and then just 85 damage. 17 of them. I think it's safe to say he's got that angle covered. It's kind of hard to target because they're like really straight down. But. Yeah. My big question is, what big guns are they going to bring to bear against this renegade walker? Excellent question. The biggest? <laughs> uh, get, get on. Get on and I'll stop moving. Go, go, go. Ascension gun. Now. Hurry up. 
Okay, I'm going to try to uh, ascension cable my way onto the top of the walker. Well, the walker itself is right underneath one of the um, dropships. Like, it is literally dropped down, but it's only dropped down like another two feet from underneath the dropship. So, what I'm going with is, is that it's a relatively narrow thing. Just cling on the back! Cling on the back! Athletics? Coordination? Okay. Something like that? Your okay, choice. Of, of those two, I prefer athletics. <laughs> Alright, so I figured that that would be a hard difficulty with a lot of stormtroopers starting to shoot up at this thing, increasing it up to two purple, one red, and a setback. Okay, I ignore the setback die because I am conditioned. It's all that physical training. <laughs> Daily. Yeah, however, I still haven't invested a point in athletics, even though it's now a career skill. So I've got four green versus two purple, a red. One success and two advantages. So what I want to have happen here is I get the my ascension cable um, attached to a pretty good place on like the back of the ATSC's head. And I reel myself up so I'm hanging off of the back here, sort of towards the, the uh, right side. So I still have my shield up to help further protect me from that, that angle. Uh, but I, I have a pretty good perch for the moment as we start to move out. Okay, and then the quick reaction sort of semi-twitch thing is going to happen. As the fortress that is behind you swivels and tries to take a pot shot at these uh, ATSD. Okay, that's not good. (laughs) And we'll see as to whether this is actually going to... And anyone wanting to do something? Uh, so is this a vehicle scale weapon firing at the ATST? Yes. Okay. I, I got nothing for you, buddy. Vehicle on vehicle. Um, uh, anyone close to operating those doors feels like opening those doors. That would be a great time. The gunner shot from the fortress that is sitting right behind him, doing three success, which of my test rolls, that was actually pretty high. I mean, they're rolling two green and a yellow. It's a pair of them shooting a gun. Thankfully, it's not linked or anything like that. So, yeah, it's just that. So, and that brings us up to eight damage total. Minus three due to the three armor gives us five damage out of 15. So, it shoots into the back and, yeah, that's actually a palpable hit. Like, the entire thing lurches forward. On its weird chicken legs. Does it step on any stormtroopers? Uh, none still living. Because Matthew shot at the ones in front of him. How does this affect Nima's kind of perch here? Did this hit, like, the the other side of the walker? I'm going with it hit, like, five feet down. Like, going at the actual back of the walker. Like, not at the... What I keep on thinking is the engine platform. And then you've got the walker head that swivels. I'm going with, like, the low part of the head on the back. Matu, new plan. I'll deal with the troopers. You take out that gun. Right, right. Uh, Got it. (laughs) With that, I'm kind of thinking we'll switch back to the two in the power as people are scrambling around with flashlights and pen lights. People are pulling at panels as this droid steps up to the stormtroopers and stuns them. How deceptive are you? Dude, I am the king of deception. 
Do, do you want to try and convince them that you're there because you heard there was an insurrection? <laughs> well, I keep trying to fuss with the doors. An insurrection? Your alarm's going off. I don't know. I guess there is like uh, something of a shootout. Yeah, and I was actually wanting to just bring up explicitly that you've got Matu coming over the comms asking for someone to like get the doors and also then two like uh, ping ping and then boom and like light coming in to the flight deck. And the best part is. All of this is going on. You know, this this room is full of Imperials that are frantically trying to get their jobs done. They've got pen lights. They've got every little light that they can use active. And then suddenly there's this moment of <laughs> explosion in the, the hangar bay that illuminates the room. And they all just stop and stare. And then everybody gets on their comms and they're yelling and they're yelling. And everything that's leaving that comm room <laughs> is in Rodian. <laughs> So, uh, I didn't so realize that future Christine has to hearing... find a whole bunch of roadies. Ha! Alright. <laughs> just I'm... yelling in panic. They sound demoralized. Oh, I'm wanting to actually roll for one of the mechanics. Uh, someone saying, wow, they sound demoralized. Giving me the realization, hey look, enemy demoralization has actually occurred. Uh, I'm mildly scared. Woo-hoo. I actually thought that that wasn't ever going to happen on this. Alright, so I'm Figuring that the mechanics, like, they do have a couple mechanics there because, well, things just never work out well on an Imperial ship. So there's going to be a group of four of them trying to get, like, the flight controls, uh, the flight control computers back up and running. Maybe not the lights, maybe not everything else, but, yeah, they're going to get the flight control computer up so that they can actually continue their job because, as... Leslie's saying they're really dedicated to it. They're really dedicated to not being, you know, murdered by their boss. Well, not everyone's Darth Vader. I don't think Darth Vader's the only one that does it, let's be honest. There are, there are convenient missions you can send unwanted troopers on. True. Very true. I mean, could be on, like, rebuilding a foundry that you guys just took that possibly is a lot of grumpy people on with explosives. I mean, yeah, being on demolitions for that would be very terrifying. So, I'm figuring that it would be like a two purple, one red, one setback of a check to get the flight computer back up and running. That sound good? Are you, are you taking into consideration the fact that they just saw a massive explosion and there's a droid silhouetted shooting their, their, their comrades? Okay, two setback. Okay. I was also tossing be in the red because of things. But okay. they do have one rank of gearhead. Of course they do. They're mechanics. So... Group of four, yeah. And they've got proper tools. Nice! Nothing! (laughs) Especially considering there's like four advantage and four threat on that roll. That's kind of nice. So yeah, they're they're just frantically working on the computer. And you know what? I'm just going to have it take a long time. So Imp and Kith are able to do something. And at the end of that something is when the computer turns on. And starts booting. So they're so focused in that... Right now you've got four stormtroopers who are disoriented on the ground that can't really do much. Well, technically they're disoriented, but they're also on the ground. They're without weapons. They're prone. But the only thing that they're really being good at right now is being cover. For each other? Because they're laying on top of each other? Well, that too. I'm more meaning, like, in comparison, like, Amp has to hop over him if he's going in. I'm figuring Kith could, like, just do the undo the four nuts on the cover and go into the room herself. Or I could dislodge part of the panel... 
and just keep working on it underneath. Okay, so what is Kith trying to do in that case? Am I cutting the the thing that will suck all the stormtroopers out into the dead of space, or am I sealing the door shut, which was our original goal? For some strange reason, I had yes, then yes. Okay. Well, because Chris said open, and I didn't remember discussing the suck everybody into the dead of space with him, so. Fair point. I would like to try and disable the thingy. Megcon. Yeah, that. All right. If you're doing a computer or trying to do that sort of stuff, it wouldn't be near as hard. This, actually, from trying to do it from behind everything, I'm figuring is going to be... If you're doing this from in behind, like in that crawl way, like you're looking at the back of everything. So that doing it in there really feels like it should be a two purple and three red type check. Like that, like you're you're trying to find the right cables to be ripping out the back and... They're Imperials. They don't really label anything. Mm-hmm. So it's, okay, well, which computer am I at? Am I right, yanking the right cables? The other thought is I drop a grenade in the computer itself and get the heck out of Dodge. What's the town actually called? But, okay, yeah, that could work. But I want to make sure that I do something useful for the guys. Oh, oh you mean time to go? Yeah, that's actually what I was meaning. Um, <laughs> that is a thing. Okay, that totally works. Uh... Okay, you know what the heck? I want to do it from the inside, and then I'll use the grenade as my last my last ditch. Okay, that works. So that's three red, two purple. It's it's a shame that fine tuning and solid repairs doesn't work in reverse. I just want to say that. Well, the other thing, you've got things like powerful blast. Well, yeah, but that's not what I'm using right now, now is it? All right, I'm using a destiny, guys. I'm sorry. Go for it. Get get a success. This is a crazy bad idea. I'm going to do it. That way I'm at least rolling five and five. Come on, Kiff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The laughing. It means nothing. So, um, I succeeded Mm -hmm. at disabling a MagCon with a triumph and two successes and four threat. Okay, the success is the MagCon goes down and... 33 stormtroopers go flying out into the cold of space. Thank you. What about the <laughs> heavy equipment or Mary Allens hanging off the back of ATST? Well, you're on the back of it, so you're being pulled against the ATST, clearly. I think you're on the top of it. I saw, like, I'm, like, hanging off <laughs> I think the you're attached I didn't think I was it. on the top of it because you talked about how narrow the, the opening was. Okay. But you said that you had a good purchase, so your feet had to be on something. For some reason, I thought you were, like, laying down on top of the ATST. Question, what are you doing with the Triumph? Oh, oh, oh. Um, have it that you can shut and lock the door, which is originally why we came here. Yeah, that actually does kind of work. Well, how about what happens is the Triumph is, since the MagCon went down after, you know, the Stormtroopers are sucked into the space because, you know, they don't really care that much. But after that all happens and all, all of their, like, hover dollies and all their cargoes being sucked into space... You see the and big alarms are blaring, and it just deadlocks because it's it's a um, a safety feature. One of the five safety features known to be found in the Imperial Empire. And the other four are amazingly obscure. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the big blast doors we see from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, actually, exactly that. So is it? Yeah, sure. That's. Sure, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Big, very quick blast doors that I think actually chop a starfighter in half. Um, as they come 
reaming across as the Mekon field goes out. Yeah. And yeah, these things get locked in. And then I've got four threat. What do you want to do? Because I have a suggestion if you don't want to just electrocute me. Let's hear the suggestion because my actual thought is probably less kind. Well, my actual thought was since I actually wanted to rip down the console and like basically rip the guts out, just base I'm I'm I've been seen now. And I'm kind of stuck. Okay, no, mine is definitely less kind. Okay, go ahead. Actually, I was sort of figuring that, okay, the ATSD may not be as, like, it has a lot more purchase on the ground than the Stormtroopers, so it doesn't as quickly go flying past, but it does have a huge amount of momentum as it's essentially being dragged towards the door as it comes sliding past. So it's not there to get... Uh, sucked out, but it is going to hit into the door itself. Okay, for damagey things, I'm assuming. Uh, collision. That would actually be a very major collision. So, let's see what kind of... Uh, I rolled a 41, so that should have some giggles. Uh, I'm still going with a plus 10. Okay, vehicle component hit. One component of the attacker's choice is knocked offline, is rendered inoperable until the end of the following round. In this case, I'm going with... Actually, I'm going with its chin gun gets knocked out. Like, it's getting pulled. It's forward-facing. Matu has tried to get it to go a bit forward, stomp on some of these stormtrooper corpses, which are now free-floating in the void, unless they were under the ATSD. In which case, they're a meat paste. Then, getting dragged forward, it now is going thump right up against the front. And the twin blaster cannon is now offline for this round and the next. Uh, yeah, so are there more people to shoot inside the room? There's, let's see, there's four of them working on the computer. There's a captain, there's an officer there with his... Pulled up, blaster pulled, and is starting to, like, it's raised, pointing at the roof. And he's looking around, like, the place is still mostly in shadow, though now in behind him, a computer society to self-immolate. <laughs> that happens when Kith is around. <laughs> yeah, let's shoot the captain, because he, uh, I think the others will fall in line if we take care of the captain. Cut off the head All of right. the something, and the something else to die, I don't know. Otherwise, there's, like, some flight controllers there who are still seated and are trying to, like, they're frantically flipping switches at their consoles ineffectually. Wondering what the heck just happened to the outside doors, because the front main one did that sort of two doors sliding together, which caused uh, ATSD to move out of position, and then the two big side ones close off as well. And one guy's in the corner just pressing the comm button, trying to get IT on the phone. Pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, Amp is trying to shoot that guy. I'm figuring short range still. Well, medium. Yeah, and I'm gonna afraid I'm going to have to true aim. Oh, no. And I am on stall and stun, though. But uh, four success and four advantage. How much does that do in stun damage? Because let's be practical here. Yeah, it says 13. That seems high to me, but that's what it says on my character sheet. Yeah, I could also see talents factoring into that. Like, do you have deadly accuracy? Uh, probably. I pretty much have the whole tree filled out. <laughs> <laughs> then yes, because there's like two of those in the sharpshooter. <laughs> oh, 
That's probably that's probably why. Because yeah, we're talking at like even without that, we're still looking at like fifteen, seventeen stun damage. Seventeen stun damage. So seventeen stun damage, and that's yeah, seventeen. Yeah, that would definitely knock out a someone with a wound threshold of twelve and a soak of four. That would absolutely knock him out. Nice. Not that I can see what just happened. Oh, no, you'd absolutely be able to because it's got these blue rings going straight at him. Oh, I am inside a computer, though. Well, you can see the reflection of the blue light. Okay. With that, Amp will announce that uh, on order of the Galactic Empire, the captain is relieved and that they he, she, it was assisting an uprising in the hangar bay. That they should all step away from the consoles. To which... Well, uh, you've taken care of the stormtroopers. You sort of got one of your feet on them. I'm at this point. I'm just sort of assuming that. So yeah, I yep. totally take like foot on the head. Yeah, I totally figure with that sort of imposing uh, stance, with your foot on the head of a stormtrooper, that would definitely take up like three advantage. But everyone else just sort of raises their hands, goes off into the back corner. Yeah, because well, like they're techs. And with that, he will look very seriously behind him and say, Dude, it's clear. Come on in. So yeah, on the hangar bay, the ATSD is now sort of face-planted into this door that magically appeared so that it didn't get thrown out into space. Okay, I'll call that mission accomplished. Matu, get us out of here. I kind of want to get a resilience check off of you two. Okay. Because you did just go through a forced crash. Am I trained in that? Also a career skill. Haven't put a point in it. Just got the thing. What's what's our level here? I will make it one purple, one red. Okay. Five green, two blue, two force dice, one purple, and a red. Boom. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord love you, Chris. Uh, success, three advantages, dark side, light side, light side, despair. Failure and four advantages for me. What do you want to do with the light sides? Cancel the despair. <laughs> Sadly, that one ain't happening. Um, geez, I don't know. Can I catch Nima? <laughs> you know, I'd actually go with that. All right, I will spend my light sides. So this thing, like this whole um, walker, is just tripped over. Like it's it's not going to be usable after this point, right? What I'm t- saying, it face planted. It's still up on its feet, but it is now like completely like flat against this door you've got to back it up the f- front gun may or may not work after this yeah we, we face planted into a wall yeah, not got the floor. It. that's better way of putting it so it's like all this happens lightning quick the stormtroopers go thank you wham ah and then all these like alarms go off instinctively you see he held up his hand kind of toward the ceiling and uh above nima is floating just a millimeter away from where that same piece of wall is, her face could like her eyelashes could brush against it. Uh, and he goes, You alright? Ben, am I okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I, those, I'm totally going with this. You did not hit. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting pretty good at this false thing, aren't I? Puts you down. But let's see. Um, despair, 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 despair. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna get two strain back for two of my advantages. All right. Our plan did succeed, and you miss feeling a little good about that. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I a couple a couple of ways we could do this. So I think, 
I think this one's going to be my favorite. Matsu has this moment that he's very impressed with himself. He has managed to control the force to such a degree. What he has not realized was that that dark side point engaged so much force energy, he has accidentally put his leg through the front console. Um, and and now this thing is not moving at all. Okay, I love that game. That absolutely is what happens. <laughs> okay, Matu, get us out of here. Right. Um, I think we should run because that will attract last attention. Also, I broke the walker. What? Uh, the hatch opens. He leaps out. Come on, come on. Let's go, let's go. Okay, just don't jump ahead of me this time. Right, I'll carry you. <laughs> no, no. Pick her up. Yes! <laughs> you know, I, I just, I'm imagining, like, the Imperial, like, review later on where you have some officers staring at this footage and they see us run in like fools, take the ATST, shoot some stormtroopers, step on some... The you know the Magcon goes down. It flies up, face face plants against the wall, and then we get out of the walker and start running back. Somebody's been eating their space spinach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question I've got is, how are y'all getting down? I literally want to carry her and just force jump. Okay, that uh, yes. Uh, can I try it? Kip can't see what's that happening, but does she, kind she, of feel she like an immense I don't know, boost. like a hard uh, athletics check for the actual carry? Okay, sure. Do you hear that, Nima? He's calling you fat. Uh, <laughs> Not armored, but fat. Like, yeah, uh, I understand that you are probably making Well, everybody it. else has been called fat so far. I've been called supple. To be fair, Nima is carrying... How many encumbrance is it? Nima is carrying uh. 12 encumbrance of equipment in addition to herself. Yeah, Jeez. so, like, just well kitted <laughs> out, really. All right, I'm going to spend my last one just because. And because I really figured that I needed to spare on this. Or I need the possibility of it. <laughs> Ma- Matu, put put me down. This is just put put me down. I can I can run. I can run. I can keep up. I have a question. Um, is this just to jump down from the top, or is this uh like getting me to use my jump twice? I was figuring that would be in combination with a force leap. To be honest. Cool. In that case, I am going to use my touch of fate and give myself two blue. <laughs> yeah. Gonna use right, a, a, another it? touch of fate in the fate point. Okay, I will do that. I was asking, I was not goading. So that means I've got two yellow, three green, four blue, two purple, one red, two force dice. Against my two force Good dice. Grief. <laughs> I only wish that I could hear this being rolled. Here we go. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Two success, four advantage, okay. three dark side And before points. we do Uh-oh. this, I'm wanting to roll this one thing that because we're on the Blood Ambition and Nervy actually has this really weird and kind of cool power called Unnatural Luck, I want to actually use it once while you're up here, which is Kapow. Okay, three advantage. Three advantage. Okay. Okay, so he actually took away an advantage. Nervy rolled a light side and a dark side pip. So using that with unnatural luck, he applies one threat, which takes away one advantage. Yes. When he gets two, though. <laughs> That's not ominous at all. Okay, so what does this look like? So yeah, Madu cr- scrambles up, says, That's all right, I'll carry you. Nima says, No, 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 I can walk. And he picks up, like, fireman carry and just leap. Ooh, slow motion. Soaring through the air. What's Nima thinking? 
I'm gonna he, kill him. He, yeah, I, he couldn't even have picked me up as like the damsel in distress thing. Nope, fireman's carry. <laughs> Completely humili- <laughs> humiliating. Wait, he doesn't make the hit. He doesn't make the leap. Oh, you're right. He doesn't force well, it. Well, on the other hand, it's like the athletics check to uh, also save the roll at the end. Like, I don't know, rolling or something. I mean, I could just flip flip a point, right? But you flipped a point going into the roll. Oh, see, Leslie? I ruin God everything. Darn it. God knows it. But on the other hand, you do have like four advantage on this. Or three, sorry. Nima's thinking about all this as as we're leaping through the air. And then all you do is like reach the bottom and you're running normally. And it's like, what? <laughs> this is even worse. You don't want me to jump high in the air. They could shoot me from up there. We've had a coverage down here. I could have kept up. That's actually probably not I'm wrong. I'm so glad there's, Marla there's... isn't seeing this. <laughs> all right. So you've got three advantage. So I'm assuming that's making the roll or like rolling at the bottom to absorb some damage or something. Sure, yeah, that's fine. He knows how to bend his Kozars. Never mind. Like I got that reference. It's sorry, okay. I was in the middle Thank of you. a weird adjudication thing. I do kind of want to have a the net effect of falling from short range on you two. Okay. Uh, falling is bad. Yeah, it's just short range. Soak applies. So what's that? Ten wounds, ten strain? Okay, and then I have my two ranks of condition reduce the damage and strain suffered from falling by two. So I'm looking at... Eight and eight, so I'm still gonna take three wounds, three strain. Yeah. How how does fall damage work, guys? All I've ever heard is fall damage is bad. So every range band is ten wounds and ten strain. You do subtract your soak from that as like per normal. And then just I have a talent that reduces it by two more. So it was like taking a ten wound, ten strain hit. But the strain isn't reduced, is it? Yeah, it's still reduced by soak. Or at least I've always done it as soak, so I'm assuming that. Or I'll put it this way: I'm putting the damage out, assuming that. So if if we're wrong, I'm sure we'll figure that out after this. Ow! But we've got two highly soaked people. That's the reason why. Eh, whatever. I've been able to use condition twice today. That XP is not wasted. Wait, do I have that? I don't have that. <laughs> so how much damage did you I, take? That might. I I don't know if the commando has that. Because I, I think you have physical tr- you have the physical um, yeah, fitness the physical thing. Training. You have the thing that gives you extra boosts on, on athletics and resilience checks instead of condition. Well, like he's I got have. like seven soaks. Oh, no. I was thinking of heroic fortitude. That's what I was thinking of. What's that? Uh, reduced critical damage. Oh, okay. Cool. It's pretty much as your both of your feet touch the ground, the head of the ATSD explodes from fire from the two reapers. That are, like, right next to. <laughs> oh, we were almost in that. Let's head back up to the control room. Are you guys going to tell us what just happened? Oh, what, with him carrying me? No, like, are you guys going to say, hey, we're getting out of here, or... Yes. Uh, assuming we've made it across the hangar bay, because, like, I think we'll signal when we're, we're out. The thing that you'll notice is that the Reapers do not stop firing. They just keep on firing at that door. And the dropship actually joins in. Okay. Mot 2? Maybe we're not done here. Huh? What? What? What do you mean? Look at that fire they're putting against that door. They're going to cut their way through. Uh, calm. Hey, is there anybody in that control room over there? Aside from us? Amp! 
This is uh, Imperial Droid Dude AMP in command of the command center. We're, yeah. we're in command here now. You got any in, uh, interior turrets you can use to just start shooting things? You mean against the rebels? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, let me uh, get on that command console. He starts looking around for anything that looks weapony. There's definitely uh, tractor beams there. Uh, internal turrets? Uh, kind of sounds Destiny pointish. Tractor beams could work. You grab a hold of one chip, swing it around, hit the others. What, what is what is fire suppression like in the Imperial Universe? You just cut it off. Vacuum gets rid of a lot of fires. And usually whatever caused the fire. Or whoever. Cap, uh, Amp's got access to tractor beams. I don't know what you want to do. I'm thinking, use them. Grab a hold of a ship. How much damage can it do if we swing one into another? Uh, yeah, amp. Um, smash them. Smash them. Smash them together. Just grab one and turn it. I mean, they're just firing wildly at the door right now. Can you redirect that fire at another one of the ships? That's like, can he? Can he like plug in and do that? Yeah. Uh, well, there'd be a check to it, but yes. Um. So yeah, up there. Amp, how are you going to handle that? Sure, all the technicians are totally buying this. Oh yeah, they don't believe you one bit, but they're terrified of the droid with a gun. <laughs> I was about to say, at this point in time, they don't care. All they care about is, is you're big, scary, and have a gun. They're like, you know what, we're just going to sit here. Better, yeah, better not to make And they don't. Worse. It's still important to Amp to maintain the fiction. And then there's this weird thing going on with the computers. Like, it doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. So at this point, the flight control computer's on, which does have some limited tractor beam control. Okay, let's do that. This would be a gunnery check. Oh. Not a computer check? True aim, true aim. From the other side of the ship? I'm good. From the hollow emitter, essentially. The way that I have seen tractor beams used internally for things like that, it's actually... For the droid doing it, it's a hard gunnery check. That, fine, I will use my last destiny point on again to make it one red and two purple. I just want to make sure that all the listeners understand how willing I am to use that last point. Even if you keep giving it back. <laughs> We've noticed. And I'll get uh, an advantage for plugging my eyeball into the hollow net thing. It's convenient when and... you're all mechanical. Two success, four advantage. It's just a four advantage day for me. Apparently. Okay, so how are you wanting this to work? So you've picked up one of the TIE Reapers, I'm figuring. I'm figuring the empty one, actually. Behind it is a dropship with a uh, fortress on it, and beside it is a dropship that's now empty. And in front is the doors that everyone is shooting at, including this vehicle. Yeah, will be like... Hey, Matu, look, I got a ship. And he kind of wiggles it up and down. <laughs> Don't wiggle it. Smash it. Come on. Be creative. Do I have to tell you everything? He's making little guitar sounds. And then he'll, uh, what do you want me to do? Smash into the door? No, smash it into each other. We want the door. Oh, right. We want the door. Door good. So he'll smash it into another uh, TIE Reaper. Okay, you roll a D100. Oh, dear. It's, it's a, a collision. collision. Come on. Come on. No. Come on. Four. <laughs> Friend, do better. <laughs> on the next one, do better. You're hitting two vehicles. Maybe low Two collisions. Good. Well, one collision from two different sides. Roll again. That's better. 
as oh, opposed to the mechanical stress that you put on the TIE Reaper, you have now given a navicomputer failure to the dropship that you smashed it into. Awesome. Which, no R2, navicomputer, or in the case of the ship without... So taking out a navigation dish or something? Okay, yeah, so it's essentially driving blind. So in this case, I'm figuring that one of the wings of the... Uh, tie Reaper, because they're those tie striker-looking things with the really aggressive down wings, S- flashes over the front of this dropship and gets pinned there, sort of on its side. Like, you do have four advantage here. So I'm figuring that, yeah, the dropship, like, the tie Reaper's on its side in front of the ship, not really damaged, just very awkwardly placed. And this has caused the front of the and like the front of the cockpit on the dropship to get completely blacked out like scratching it so that it's near impossible to see out i mean i guess that's helpful i was hoping for a larger explosion type me too but i mean i'll, I'll take can i pick matu up with the tractor beam i'd rather you didn't he likes to fly that would be a four purple check i probably shouldn't <laughs> should we be going I don't know what's going on out there. If you pick me up, I'll pick you up. <laughs> you see Amp just zeroing in on Matu's face with the tractor beam control. <laughs> it's kind of giggling. By the way, I'm setting a grenade. Okay, in that case, the way you are describing setting the grenade, I want to get a mechanics check off of you. Oh, it's a mechanics check? Yeah. Look, this is placing an explosive. So that's mm-hmm. a mechanics check. Uh, you're placing a grenade, so that's an average check. You are placing a grenade, so that's not exactly a shape charger, that. So I am going to flip this destiny point because, well, it really should have two red instead of two purple. What kind of grenade are you placing? Sadly, it's just a frag grenade because I think I used the armor piercer you gave me already. I didn't think you did, but... No, I'm pretty sure that was just a frag that you used. It was just a frag grenade? Then I'm yeah. going to use the armor piercing one because that just sounds awesome and more destructive. Okay. So you're doing this into the flight control computer that Amp was just toying with? I'm doing it in what seems like the most strategically appropriate location. That's a cool way of saying yes. (laughs) Okay, then yes. (laughs) Well, it's the computer that the Imperials were desperately trying to get up and running. So the whole I don't know what harm this will do them in the future, but it sounds like it will. Any harm and destruction right now is good for us. I just like that I'm planting a grenade inside their computer. <laughs> People make fun of me for being small. See Matu get in here with his big, stupid shoulders and his dumb helmet. I mean, he squeezed into the ATST pretty well. So, two red? Yeah, two red. I toss in a setback due to darkness. Okay, you do that. It makes me feel better. Okay. Two red against four yellow. Possibly a boost because I've spent a, a lot of time in here and I know where I am. Okay, sure. Awesome, because I've just been randomly plucking wires as I go. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting and important. All right, guys. All right. So that's four yellow, one blue, two red, four success, two advantage. And um, I'm going to go ahead and, oh, do 16 damage plus four. What is, oh, that's what's his face's thing, isn't it? Yeah. On the other hand, I rolled light side. He's I can't dark. believe he just yeah, won't that's full actually bad for him. Yeah. He's bad guy. Uh, yeah, armor-piercing grenades are nasty. All right, so I'm just sort of thinking of this more in a narrative fashion. What would you, like, yeah, you do 
Like you do enough damage to destroy the computer. How how does that look? What does that do to this room? Especially with uh, Little Miss Gotta Go. I was about to say, do you, do you need me to spend my advantage on getting me out? And Yeah, um, that does kind of feel, especially considering this is a grenade, I'm kind of feeling like that would be appropriate. Okay, well, I wanted to say, on a side note, I planted it, so I had my maneuver to leave. Mm-hmm. So, would that get me out of the way? Yeah. Okay, and then I will use uh, one of my advantages to get uh, Amp out of the way. Or do I want to use... Don't forget, you use one less to cause blast. Mm-hmm. It's it's powerful blast. Gets oh, plus two there. Master Grenadier just gets... I just have it once, so it's it takes two to crit, which would be blast, correct? Uh, crit is actually something kind of different. In this case, narratively, it would sort of feel the same, but like blast is actually exploding outward as well, like taking equipment next to it. Okay, um... Basically, I want it to, to, you know, I want to get out of there, and if I need to spend my advantage to get Amp out of there safely in time, I would do that. But I want it to cause a chain reaction that basically completely dismantles this control room. Like, the, the initial explosion is impressive, but then you see just all of the computers that are immediately connected go pfft, pfft, pfft. They don't explode, but everything is smoking and on fire, and... There's an alarm going, but it's not the intruder alarm. It's a really obnoxious, high-pitched, wheedly alarm that says it's there's something on fire. And yeah. all, all Matu and Nima see is all of a sudden there's, you know, the, the comm tower with the big bay windows. Yep. That just blast outward into the, into the hangar. So there's now a giant hole pouring smoke to add to the smoke that's already in the hangar from them blowing up the door. Kiff, Amp, are you okay? Kith, Amp, respond. I just want to say, narratively, we are hoofing it down the hallway. Is that okay, Amp? Yep. Did you see that? That was amazing! I can't believe that worked! And you! That was awesome how you just convinced them that you were an Imperial droid! And, yeah, you just hear Kith just kind of being stoked. So, oh, um, I we, we took out the control room. I saw that. Nice work. Where are we headed? Life's the pole. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I can be found on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's 1-2-T-H Night with a K. If you want to hear more of me and you like audio drama, superheroes, and jetpacks, then you should check out the Arrow Girl Adventures over at arrowgirladventures.podbean.com. Our first two episodes are up now. I also had the pleasure of doing a guest spot on the Broadswords podcast for the Podcast of Foes Dungeons & Dragons event. Our episode will be released on May 17th, but the first batch of them for other shows is coming out this week. You can learn more about Podcast of Foes, including where to listen, over at dnd.wizards.com. If you want to see, like, you know, the meat side guy that plays Amp, then you can go to Twitter and go to like at I Brent Brown. And I gotta say, you know, girl, I think we're gonna be together always. We should get matching tattoo weems. <laughs> right. <sighs> I guess I'm I'm Leslie and I'm I'm Kith and I'm at Leslie GS and I 
I just gotta say, boy, are you a droid? Because you look like you were made for me. Whoa, that's kind of awkward. Hey, you're the one that keeps making comments about chassis. <laughs> See, everybody, I told you I was going to pick up Nima, and I did. So, uh, if you want to see me predict more of the future... <laughs> You should check out is cheating. my other show, Silhouette Zero. Hey, guess what? We are doing interlude episodes that are probably out now, starring me and Matt doing the return of Percy and Crumpet. What? So, if you liked what we did there, you might want to check that out. You can find more at Sil Zero Chris, my Twitter handle, or SilZeroPodcast.com. Yeah, I have to do these episodes because my actual episodes are like a mess and it's going to take me a long time to fix them. And ironically, it will be faster to make new ones than to fix old ones. The burden of podcasting editing. That, that totally makes sense. It's not usually this bad for <laughs> And Brett and I are like, sucks to be you. I've lived such a charmed life up to this point. We are all at theheidianway.com where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can drop us a holocom over at heroes at com. And if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can donate a coffee to us over at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Um, Chris, can you give us an intro line for Matu? Hi, and I'm Chris. I play Mandalorian Commando Matu Ordo, and I'm doing this line at the end of the show, but it's going to be cut in the beginning. That's the magic of podcasting. My immersion. My immersion. (laughs) Assuming any of the rest of that stays in, which it probably is. All right, all right. I'll do a real one. <clears throat> Hello, I am Chris, and I play Mandalorian Commando Motsu Ordo, Jedi Knight and Warrior, and I have a duty of combat victory and also being amazing. And I predict I will pick up Nima at least once. Uh, you're cheating now. You're cheating with knowledge of the future. <laughs> Leave that one in. That was amazing. It's Force Foresee. <laughs> exactly. Force Foresee. <laughs> Like, I can just sort of see the outtakes on this.